1: Can't help but be impressed with Layla Fernandez's march to the women's semifinals at the U.S. Open. I love the way she plays the game of tennis. There are two Canadians in the U.S. Open semifinals. And for the first time in U.S. Open history, which dates to the 1880s, no American man or women reached the quarterfinals. So still, quite a bit of work to do when it comes to the state of American Tennis. Good morning, this is your Morning Buzzcast for Wednesday, September 8th. I love the short weeks. It's a big week for the Dallas Cowboys. They finished their run on HBO's Hard Knocks, last night was the final episode, and they opened the season tomorrow night in Tampa. Yesterday, the Cowboys and Molson Coors announced a $200 million 10-year extension to the Cowboys' long-running exclusive sponsorship deal around the Miller Lite brand. As part of the deal, the two will collaborate on a very cool Miller Lighthouse, which is an 80,000-square-foot branded event space adjacent to the west end of AT&T Stadium. Be sure to check out images of this Miller Lighthouse. It has an open-air venue that includes a 70-yard turf with a Cowboys field. It's a replica Cowboys field. It has prominent lighthouse branding, has 60 televisions. It's a very versatile space. And the Cowboys, for example, will host a watch party for the team's opener at Tampa. So it will be open for game and non-game days. And the Cowboys hope to fill it year-round with experiences all tied to the Cowboys brand. So a great example of building out an asset that a team can use 365. This deal will now extend the partnership between the Cowboys and Miller Lite to four decades. So that's significant in its own right. Very rarely do you see such longevity in partnerships. We reported in February that Molson Coors had outbid Anheuser-Busch InBev in an auction for these rights, agreeing to pay $18 million a year to the Cowboys to start the deal and an average annual value of about $20 million. Over the life of the deal. For comparison's sake, Molson Coors had been paying the Cowboys between 11 to $12 million a year. So a very big deal for the Cowboys. A very important partnership for Molson Coors and Miller Lite. So you see how things happen with the Cowboys. This is another good example of their acumen on the business side. As the NFL gets ready to kick off tomorrow night, there is a great sense of optimism throughout the league and among business partners. You know, on the Buzzcast, we have talked recently about the strong advertising market for NFL game inventory, and it struck me recently when CBS Sports President Sean McManus said that CBS had never been in a better position with respect to sales around the NFL, and they sold more inventory around the NFL during their upfront than they ever have. Well, now Arjun Iran reported that Fox Sports is looking to capitalize on the hot advertising sales market and Fox Sports will start selling Super Bowl 57, which is set for February of 2023. They'll start selling that next week. There has been such strong demand for NFL programming that Fox decided to begin to sell its Super Bowl. 18 months out and it should come as no surprise that Fox will seek a record high price for its commercial inventory. The network will charge more than $6 million per 32nd spot for the game. That will set a record high price for a Super Bowl spot that was set for this year's game. Now, NBC will produce the Super Bowl in February, this coming Super Bowl, and that has been also charging a record high of around 6 million per 30-second spot. And NBC said the game was about 85% sold earlier this summer. Now, Fox Sports sent a message to the marketplace saying that prices could get even higher and could get as high as $6.5 million for a 30-second spot during that Super Bowl game as the sale process goes along. But what does it all mean? Well, it's another indicator of the strong sports marketplace because, frankly, sports is what continually is drawing an audience and the networks know it. Another strong sign was that college football's viewership was very strong in week one. ABC and Fox Both saw impressive numbers with the return to kind of a normal schedule. ABC had a great day Saturday, strong ratings throughout the day. It saw its likely most viewed week one Saturday since 2017, which was largely driven by Georgia Clemson in prime time. We talked yesterday on the Buzzcast that Fox had what will likely be the best Thursday regular season college football game ever on any network with Ohio State and Minnesota. Overall, ABC's Week 1 Saturday triple header was up 9% from the opening Saturday in 2019. Very good early signs around football ratings. Let's shift to NASCAR because The Athletic is reporting some news that had been previously speculated that NASCAR is looking to bring a race to Los Angeles. The series is talking about moving an early season race, The Clash, From Daytona International Speedway, it's a road course to a newly developed short track inside the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. So think of the visuals around that. It could be really spectacular. NASCAR could hold the race in early February, likely two weeks or so before the Daytona 500 kicks off its season. And it could really utilize this event to promote the upcoming season and really build interest in the season. This falls into NASCAR's efforts recently to test new markets. Develop new fans. Try to target a new fan base. And few better ways of doing that than hitting the big markets, one like Los Angeles, where NASCAR doesn't have a very strong presence. So we'll keep our eye on this news about NASCAR potentially moving a race to the L.A. Memorial Coliseum. And finally, it's been almost two years since the class was first announced, but today the Baseball Hall of Fame's Class of 2020 will get its day in Cooperstown. So the Hall of Fame inducts Derek Jeter, Marvin Miller, Ted Simmons, and Larry Walker in Cooperstown. Remember, this ceremony was postponed in 2020. It was again then postponed in July of 2021. Now it will happen today, rain or shine, MLB Network will have live coverage of the event beginning at 11 a.m. The ceremony begins at 1.30. Meanwhile, the event also marks a changing of the guard at Cooperstown. Josh Rawitch is taking over as president of the Baseball Hall of Fame Thursday, the day after Jeff Idelson, the current interim president, presides over his last induction ceremony today. Now, Josh Walrich is a very well-regarded longtime communications and PR executive. He worked at the Dodgers. He worked most recently at the D-backs, but now he will lead baseball's historical museum that has nearly a hundred full-time employees. So a changing of the guard in Cooperstown and congratulations to Josh Rowitz and taking over as president. And SBJ is once again partnering with CSM Sports and Entertainment to offer a year-long mentoring experience for women in the early stages of their sports careers. The CSM Mentoring Challenge pairs past game-changer honorees with rising stars in the industry. It's a great program. Potential mentees, you can visit www.csmmentoringchallenge.com before Monday to learn more about the program and apply. And remember to join us in Las Vegas, September 28th, through 30th for our sports facilities and franchises and ticketing symposium. You'll hear from industry leaders. There'll be networking opportunities, facility tours, workshops, and insightful best practices. It'd be great to all be together again in Las Vegas. I hope to see you there. Register today on the events section of our website or in the show notes below. So that is your Morning Buzzcast for Wednesday, September 8th. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope you have a great day. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow.
0: Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park